Hello and welcome, you're listening to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany Wright. Yes, welcome back to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie with me, Bethany Wright. Thank you for joining me once again. We're on episode 11. Wow, where's the time gone? Um, This episode is gonna be something that you actually have requested in the comments. Lots of people have asked me about this episode and I tried to write a blog post about it, but it was really hard to break it down and really explain everything. So I just thought, why not bring it straight to the podcast, straight to your ears and about it. And this week's episode is about the true cost of a summer camp experience. So what does that even mean? Now, I am going to be breaking down the true cost of applying and working for a summer camp in the States. Now, all of these figures are going to be straight from my bank statement and from my first ever summer. Now, disclaimer, this was all the way back in 2013. So that is almost 10 years ago where these prices come from. But I want it to be a true reflection of the true cost that I went through as a university student, as a first time applicant of going to an American summer camp. So all of the costs I'm gonna be talking about, are what I paid before actually setting foot on American soil at the summer camp, okay? So before I get started, some things that you need to know. So I applied through the camp agency CCUSA, which is Camp Counselors USA. They're a great company, well-established, and I there's two routes you can go through. You can go through just the application fee and do your own flights, or you can do application plus flights. Now, as I was a first-time solo traveler, I went with the plus flights option. Now, if you're skilled in finding your own flights, if you're happy and confident to do that, then I personally would say go down the no flights route and just pay for your application and find your own flights. But if you've never done anything like this before, if you've never solo traveled, if you've never done, had to organize getting yourself from point A to point B, go down the plus flights route if your agency offers it because it will save you a ton of hassle in the long run. Also, I got paid, this is gonna sound ridiculous, but I only got paid $1,000 due to my age. However, I could accept tips from parents. Now, this was fantastic, absolutely fantastic, as I was placed at a weekly camp, weekly session camp. So this meant that we had new campers coming in every week for 12 weeks. So think about it. I got tipped every week for 12 weeks from multiple families. Now, these tips were not monetary. Sometimes they were experiences or excursions or even Disney pins. Um, but know that, you know, some camps, some you can accept tips and that can really boost up what you get paid. And I actually funded my whole travels after camp purely on my tips alone. So that's just something to keep in mind. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into what I actually paid 
to work at a summer camp. So first things first, like I said before, application fee and flights. This is something when you go through a summer camp agency, you are paying for the experience. Like I've said in my previous episodes, when I talk about and break down summer camp agencies and what you're paying for, if you haven't listened to that, go back episode four, I believe. So go back, listen to that. So I won't repeat myself here, but it's phenomenal and you're paying for a service. So the application fee plus flights. So the flight I got was a direct flight to the nearest city of my camp plus a flexi ticket. So what does a flexi ticket mean? A flexi ticket means that I could change my return date once free of charge. This is great because at the time I didn't have a clue what I was doing after camp. I just was like, what date do I need to come back to start university? Okay, I'll come home a week before I come back. And that's how I planned it out. But this flexi ticket option was phenomenal. And it really allowed me to, when I was planning my after camp travels, not be constrained to a um, flight and a destination I had to be at. I did actually go back and change my flight because I wanted to extend my travels. So that's something to bear in mind. So the application fee plus flights was 500 pounds. 500 pounds, which at the time I was like, okay, if someone's going to help me get placed, do all my paperwork, do all my visas, do everything, find my flights, make sure I'm okay, get me to America, I will pay whatever. I actually paid this in three installments. So I paid a down payment just to apply. Then I paid a big bulk later on when I got my student loan in. Um, And then I paid the final fee in April. So that's how I broke it up. Um, Also on top of this, I did have to pay an additional J1 visa fee of 50 pounds. And this was to get an appointment at the US Embassy. This was to make sure that I got the right paperwork. And this was just to make sure that you get a visa to enter the country. Um, And so I had to pay an extra 50 pounds for that. So that is application, visa fee and flights. Okay, next. I went to a jobs fair to get hired, which is an amazing experience. Go back to a previous episode, I talk about my whole experience at a jobs fair. So I actually, you have to pay to go to a jobs fair. So 12 pounds 80 was my return train ticket. That goes towards it too. Like literally I'm breaking down the true cost, not just how much I paid to apply. I'm going through everything that you could possibly need to go to summer camp. So, the train fare to go to and from the job fair, £12.80. That was there. Okay. Now I'm moving into a price for the US Embassy. Okay. So I was at university in Carlisle, which is, you know, north of the country. The US Embassy is in London. So I had to make a trip out of going to my US Embassy date. What does this mean? It means that I had to pay for travel down to London, 
I had an early appointment time, so I actually had to pay to stay over the night before because the train, it was cheaper to do that than buy on the day train ticket at rush hour. Um, and so all of that traveling to and from embassy plus my hotel actually was really cheap. Uh, it came to 48 pounds. I got a last minute deal. Life was great. Easy train down. I used the trainline.com phenomenal bundled it together and it was great. I then also had to pay an extra $10 for my Oyster card just to get around London and to get to the US appointment because it was the other side of London and this was back at the old US embassy. They have since moved and it's beautiful so check it out when you go. It's gorgeous but I was at the old embassy. Um, and yeah, so 48 pounds it's in. When you go through your US embassy interview, you know, you get spoken to by somebody through the glass, you get your fingerprints taken, you answer some questions and say, yeah, I'm going to summer camp, you show them the documents that your camp agency tells you about and tells you to print off. And then you get given a ticket and you have to go and wait in a line and basically hand over your passport to the US embassy so that they can stick your visa into it and they send it back to you. Now here's the kicker. They, US embassy then ask you, okay, so we're gonna take your passport away. How much money do you wanna pay to get your passport back in shipping costs? Because they're not gonna post it for free. So because I didn't have any trips planned or anything like that between that I needed my passport back in time. I chose the cheapest option, which was three weeks. And that cost me 22 pounds and 60 P just to post my passport with the visa inside back to me. 22 pounds 60. It's daylight robbery, but hey ho. Imagine at least I wasn't one of these people that booked a city getaway and needed their passport back within a week. Um, and they paid an arm and a leg, so top tip, don't plan anything for at least three weeks after your US embassy appointment because you'll be paying a lot to get your passport expedited. So there you go. So that is so far, think about it. I've applied, I've been placed, I have paid up all of my application fees, I've done my visa stuff. What are the additional things now that I need to pay for? What else do I need to make sure I can get into the country? So before going to summer camp, camp agencies require you to attend a pre-camp orientation. Now that this isn't the summer camp's way of keeping you. It's a requirement of your visa to be exposed to US culture before you arrive. It's just a requirement of the J-1 visa um, that the summer camp agency is having to fulfill. But again, that meant that I had to travel, this time I traveled to Manchester to do my pre-camp orientation. That cost me 18 pounds the train ticket to get to and from Manchester. At this point, it was from Carlisle. Um, 18 pounds on a Saturday. 
So, but it's really great. You turn up, you meet people that are also going to summer camp um, the same year as you. Some of them might even be on your flight, which is really great. Um, but it's great. You get a little goodie bag. I got a free SIM card. Um, I got, what else did I get? I got like American candies. I got a free t-shirt, all of those fun little gimmick things that actually you're like, yeah, I'm going to pack these because that'll be amazing. Um, that's your pre-camp orientation. It's great. Go to it. You have to go to it. You have to attend to it. So you might as well go meet people, have fun. It's great. But that cost me 18 pounds. Are you tallying this up in your head yet? Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. You don't have to pay it all in one go. It is spread out. Um, but you know, it does rack up. Okay, so next things that you have to do is, okay, so you need to have an international police check to be able to fulfill this summer. All summer camps require them to have a police check. It's required from the camp agencies. It's required just to cover you, to make sure you are who you say you are, and life's great. Unfortunately, this does cost it cost me 60 pounds um and i got two copies of it just because i am clumsy and i forget things and things like that so i always store one with me and one with my family so if anything ever happened at least i have another document so it cost me 60 pounds it is a process you do have to make sure that you can get people to vouch for you and things like that but Camp agencies walk you all through it. It's great, but it does cost some money. Another thing you have to get before arriving on American soil is to get a sign off and have a full medical. So you can have this from your GP, from your doctor, anything. And it basically just makes sure that all your vaccines are up to date, that you've had a full medical to say that, yes, you are who you say you are. And it basically means that you can get the insurance that is provided for you through the summer camp agency that you've paid for in your application fee, might I add, that you'll be able to use it. So most GPs do this for free. I was very lucky in the fact that I got this for free. Um, I did have to like get a tetanus booster and things like that to make sure my vaccines were up to date. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, okay, Siri, there you go. Uh, to make sure, sorry about that folks, uh, to make sure that everything was up to date and that's fine, but some GPs and some doctors do charge for this. Um, so don't be alarmed. I know people that got charged 20 pounds all the way up to 50 pounds for this appointment, which to me is shocking because I got it for free and you know, it's it's just going to have your annual checkup really and and your doctor just signing a piece of paper say, yeah, I, I did the annual checkup and life's great. But unfortunately, some GP practices, some doctors do pay for that service. So don't be shocked if you do have to fork over some cash. So there we go. Another thing to mention that I didn't have to do, but some people you might, is the fact that you may have to renew your passport. It's a given, you're going abroad, you're gonna have to, to enter the States, 
I'm actually not sure about this. Is it six months or nine months? You have to have a certain amount on your passport to be able to go to that country. I always say safe bet nine months on your passport. If your passport is getting close to nine months left, renew it. That's my rule of thumb. Um, And not for when you leave, but when you come back. So say you are leaving, you're going to work at summer camp, you are traveling around and you come back September, back home. If, you know, think about it, from that September, do you have nine months left on your passport? If you have more than nine months, great, you're fine. If you have less from nine months from that point, you need to renew your passport before you do this experience. You actually have to renew your passport before you have your US embassy appointment because otherwise they're putting a J1 visa in your old passport and you'll have to do the whole process again to put one in your new passport. So don't procrastinate if you need to have your passport, if you need to renew your passport, don't procrastinate. Believe me, you don't want to do it. You'll cause yourself more hassle. Just don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Just don't do it. Um, so yeah, so let's total it all up. We've got application fee, visa fee, flights, train tickets to go to and from camp agency events like job fair and US embassy appointment and the pre-camp orientation. We've got a police check. We've got GP medical check. We've got posting your passport home to you. All of that encompassed my total that I had to pay before setting foot on any American soil was £704.40. £704.40. This is before even buying anything for your trip. Ah, anything. This is basically the bare minimum of how much it costs to do a summer camp experience. Now, granted, I did it with flights. This was somebody else booking the flights for me. Okay, so if you do your own flights, it could be cheaper. You could find a really great deal. You could use air mile points. You could use Tesco club car points. You could use any point system under the sun. You can use, ask for them for Christmas, ask for them as a present, whatever. Like any way that you can cut that cost down, do it, you'll thank yourself. But this was before I, had any, I purchased any clothes, before I purchased a new suitcase, before I exchanged any money over to make sure I had things, to make, before I purchased any toiletries. Those little things, that's just, that number is just the bare minimum. So when you are planning to do a summer camp experience, just remind yourselves of these extra costs that I know I didn't think of. I just saw on the screen a price and was like, yeah, I'll pay that. Like that's cheap to go over to America for three months. But remember there are other costs that occur during your application process, whilst you're at camp, 
and whilst you're traveling. See, this is just before you set foot on American soil. I could do tons of episodes about how much I paid on days off, how much I paid traveling afterwards. And I have to tell you, I occurred a lot of wasted money by not planning my travels. Like I made so many mistakes that first summer traveling after camp and I could do many podcast episodes on that. So I'm not gonna divulge here into that, but it's not a cheap process. And I just want you to know that that is the case before entering this, because I don't want you to go down a spiral of getting in debt before you've even gone on your adventure, because that's no fun, okay? Thank you so much for listening. And remember to like, rate, subscribe, write me a review, give me feedback, follow me on social media. I absolutely love it, connecting with people from the summer camp community. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany. You can find me on social media. I am Brit in the six on all my socials. Also, you'll be able to find me on my website where my blog is www.brit in the six.com. Thank you very much and see you next time.